Hi, and welcome to the Sabian Podcast. It is July 23rd, and I'm recording this episode on a Saturday um, for the week of July 24th through July 20th. And um, it's been an interesting week. I tried to uh, record an episode, and um, then somebody called me in the middle of it. A lot of stuff has been going on, and... um, I just decided I, I never got the time to re-record it, and um, so I decided not to um, to pick up on that week. We've had a lot going on locally in Chicago. Um, we we um, a lot of us were really impacted by the Highland Park shooting. Um, there had been stuff going on with uh, Roe v. Wade, and I I just thought it would be a good time to just take a little breather, um, and. I want to pick back up and start with this particular week. Um, So I hope everyone is doing well and um, like feeling more grounded. um, And aside from the craziness in the world, enjoying your summer. (laughs) I hope that you're um, feeling the energy of of joy and happiness um, that is, um, you know, characteristic of the summer months. Um, anyway, despite the, the weirdness going on in the world, um, it's been really beautiful here in Chicago. Finally, it's feeling like we can go outside and spend days at the beach. And fortunately for me, I live a few blocks away and there have been a lot of wonderful um, social gatherings with friends and lots of local music and um, just a lot of uh, being able to connect with people that I love. So um I will begin now with the um, the transits for the week uh, of this of this upcoming week. Um, on July twenty fifth, Venus is going to square Jupiter. It's going to be um, potentially a very wonderful energy. Um, Venus can have to do with the feminine, with um, sudden windfalls especially when it's connected with Jupiter. And um, Jupiter tends to put a magnifying glass on um, the planets that it aspects. And so Venus here, square Jupiter, might mean that there's a lot more of love to go around, um, might feel like an excessive amount. (laughs) Um, So sometimes it can feel like when you, like somebody winning the lottery and they don't know what to do with all their money. Um, Venus at nine cancer, uh, cancer is a cardinal water sign and, um, that can have to do with home and family with issues of motherhood. Um, and again, um, we just had the Roe v. Wade overturn and, um, Venus is on the symbol that Lilith had been on a small naked girl bends over a sparkling pond trying to catch a fish. Um, you know, on a, on a shadow side of that, I actually think of that 10-year-old girl who unfortunately um, had to travel to Indiana to have an abortion. Um, and I, I think about this, um, you know, young, vulnerable women trying to attain rights. And it's like, a, it's like a fish that you're trying to catch that keeps slipping out of your hands. So that's that on the shadow side of that. And then Jupiter is at nine Aries. Uh, It's actually retrograde at the end of this month. Um, But on this particular day, it's it's stationing. 
And uh, the Sabian symbol is a seer gazes intently into a crystal ball before him or her. And um, so wondering about that day and if there will be some kind of event that indicates um, more legislation for rights and or if it'll if there'll be more speculation like a, a court case moving forward that uh, won't be voted on that day but where we'll be thinking about what might happen and so um, that's that symbol for July 25th uh, that's uh, Monday um, that will be Monday um, and then on Tuesday July 26th Mercury will square Mars and Mercury will be at 15 Leo. Mercury in Leo is a pretty dramatic, um, very affectionate energy, like expressing love for people. Leo rules children and love affairs, romance, uh, dramatic play, um, like uh, acting, um, like flam something that could be very flamboyant. Um, and, and very expressive and fun. Uh, fifth, Mercury at 15 Leo, the symbol is a street pageant moving along a street packed with people. And then it's square Mars at 15 Taurus, and that's a man with a silk hat muffled against the cold, braves a storm. Um, I'm not keeping up with the July 6th hearing, um, but I'm thinking about Mars at 15 Taurus. Mars in this symbol or this, this sign could have to do with um, bigoted people, uh, bullies, bullheaded people. Um, Taurus also can be on a more positive note. Um, it's Venus world and that um, a, a, like one of the higher aspects of Taurus I see is a character or a person like the singer Lizzo I feel like she's the like one of the goddesses of Aphrodite. She's one of the expressions of it in um, American popular culture. Um, and she is a Taurus, um, one of my favorite ones. Um, but also thinking of that shadow side of Taurus, of being more of an Archie Bunker type and close-minded, um, wanting to maintain the status quo or their idea of what the status quo used to be, which, which it never really quite is that way. Um, and so Mercury square Mars on Tuesday, uh, it, it could have to do with some kind of street protest um, that is somewhat uh, fun and expressive and creative. Um, and then that Mars in Taurus in that degree with a, a man with a silk hat muffled against the cold braves a storm could be somebody being cast out um, and somebody being um, perhaps um, banished maybe from politics altogether um, because of the way that the um, hearing is going or even some of the other um, issues that we're having politically. So I would be curious to see if we have any major protests about this. Um, you know, braving a storm too, I think about all the storms that are coming up. Um, if climate change also has to do with this, um, you know, there there is that organization that is very uh, popular in England, uh, the Extinction Rebellion. They have some of the most creative ways of expressing themselves to 
protest um, and um, speak up about climate change. And so just thinking about them, they're, they're one of the first people that came to mind was um, uh, like the way that they have like street pageantry. Um, so that's, that's, that'll be interesting to see what happens on Tuesday. And then on Thursday, July 28th, uh, the new moon will be taking place at 5 Leo. Um, the Sabian symbol is a degree ahead, as always. You round up, and it's at 6 Leo. An old-fashioned conservative woman is confronted by an up-to-date girl. I'm going to um, talk more about that on probably Monday. Um and uh, go over that. Um, and oftentimes the new moon will be a chapter for the next two weeks. I often find that it seems to tell a story for that time. So we shall see. Um, but considering what's happening with women's rights, uh, that old-fashioned conservative woman confronted by an up-to-date girl is going to be really interesting to see how that comes about that day and also for the next couple of weeks before the full moon um i would really really hanging on the edge of my chair here um my my couch actually i'm sitting on my couch um so then um also on thursday actually there are two more transits on that thursday um jupiter is stationing now and it'll go retrograde on that degree, um, and it'll be retrograde on nine Aries, or, or the Sabian symbol of nine Aries, because it's actually eight, eight degrees and 43 minutes. Um, so at nine Aries, it is a seer gazes intently into a crystal ball before him. Um, and that could very much be, again, like wondering what's going to happen. Um, and really speculating on our future um, and a lot of increase in that feeling of that of not knowing where our democracy is and that's that's at least what I can see about the United States but I'm also seeing a lot of uncertainty in other countries like Sri Lanka like um, the United Kingdom because uh, they both are having changes in leadership um, Jupiter can also be about the justice system, the judicial system. So we'll see about that, about any court rulings. And then July 28th, that, that same, very same day, Mercury will be squaring Uranus. Um, and again, Mercury has to do with communication, but it also can have to do with um, uh, technology, uh, with um, like a social media type things, and then squaring Uranus. Um, that also can do with a higher active of communication, um, genius level, uh, mass communication, um, like social media, um, and our infrastructure around communication. And um, Mercury is at 19 Leo and uh, squaring Uranus at 19 Taurus. And that symbol for Mercury is a houseboat party crowded with revelers, the water reflects its lights. And then Uranus is at 19 Taurus, a new continent is rising out of the ocean. And um, thinking about Uranus at this degree, um, I, I think about 
all of these different lines that are being shifted. Um, the Supreme Court has really rolled back the clock um, and shifted a lot of our rights. Um, it's creating a whole new country, like with all of all of these rights being taken away. Um, we essentially have a new, uh, like whatever you'd call it. I'm not calling it really a democracy anymore, but but seeing that with again like the countries like Sri Lanka and, and the United Kingdom, um, but elsewhere it seems like there are a lot of shifting of lines around. And one of the things I think about with this new continent rising out of the ocean is like an earthquake or a, a volcanic eruption. Like tectonic plates being shifted, a lot of geological activity, because um, Taurus is a fixed Earth sign, and often think about this with Uranus there, where Uranus will break apart things and shake things up. So um, it makes perfect sense that there could potentially be an earthquake, or some kind of eruption, um, some kind of geological activity. Um, but I also think about something like the partition in India, like where um, the lines are the um, country, like two different countries are formed overnight, um, where people have to move from Pakistan to India and back, whereas before it was all India. And so um, I, I'd be curious about that. A Mercury, Uranus square, like the fixed squares are often kind of... Um, sudden and strong and sometimes harsh. So um, there we go. So um, Thursday is going to be an interesting day, I think. Um, and then the time following that um, for the next next uh, week or so. And then July 31st, so Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Um, Let's see. Oh, actually, that that's the next week where usually I would um, cover this in the next week. But I'll just cover this since it's on here. Um, Mercury 24 Leo, uh, totally concentrated upon spiritual attainment. A man is sitting in a state of neglect of his body. Um, you know, so far this this week, um, one of the least enjoyable placements for Mercury, um, all about esotism. Um, it, it, ascetic, you know, ascetic lifestyle, I'm not sure if I am pronouncing it correctly, but all about um, withholding from oneself and uh, trying to attain enlightenment through, um, uh, through not indulging, through the opposite of indulging, opposing Saturn, which also feels like that ascetic lifestyle, um, opposing Saturn, which is all about constriction and contraction. A man is a man is turning his back, a man turning his back on his passions teaches deep wisdom from his experience. Um, so th that'll be an interesting time on Sunday. If it might feel like, oh, you know, I'd be curious if people start thinking about intermittent fasting or starting a new um, meditation program or, oh my God, I indulge too much and I need to um, stop eating so much or stop drinking so much um, or we might have to um, tighten our belts in some other way but that's next Sunday and I'll be talking about that again um, next week um, and so just looking at this um, like going over like the general overview of the week uh, Jupiter at 9 
Aries, it's been here since July 8th, will be here until August 18th. It's turning retrograde at the end of the month on July 29th. And that's a seer gazes intently into a crystal ball before him. Again, it's this what will happen. Um, if we do this, we can figure this out. Also, I think about um, like fortune telling type of uh, Sabian symbols as um, the stock market. It might be that there is a sudden um, like that. It, it's actually a good time to invest in the stock market because um, things have dropped down in price. So it's kind of like everything's on sale now. So um, I, I've seen a lot of um, financial advisors talking about that. So um, this also can be a time to also um, really feel like comfort in uh, speculating about your own unknown uh, things in your life, what might happen in the future. Um, and then Saturn is retrograde at 24 Aquarius. Uh, from July 16th until July 31st, um, again, a man turning its back on his passions teaches deep wisdom from his experience. Um, and so Jupiter expands everything that it is transiting. Saturn will contract everything that it's transiting. And it does feel like this with all the talk about inflation, a good time to um, not overindulge, to tighten our belts and really maybe purge some things in our life um, and think about that, like our connections, um, what kind of a subscriptions do we have that we could cancel? Um, do we have things and clutter in our apartment that we can um, discard and uh, donate? And um, just a time of letting go. And then Uranus at 19 Taurus from July 8th until October 12th, actually quite a bit of time here, about um, three three months, October to September, Oct yeah, yeah, so three months. Um, it goes retrograde on August 25th. So it's actually on this degree, um, it's actually stationing on this degree. And that's a new continent is rising out of the ocean. Um, again, we're seeing so many changes right now, and it's hard to keep up with everything. So feeling like, um, you know, until Uranus is done being in Taurus, we might see a lot of changes in boundary lines. And uh, on a personal note, it could be about we're seeing a lot of our friends making huge changes. It might be a time for us to make a huge change um, and a good time to... Um, maybe even move <laughs> and and figure that out. But um, but it, a lot of it is about this moving on to something new. Um, Uranus is going to go backwards into 18 Taurus and I think 17 Taurus, and then it'll go forward again back on this degree. So it'll be back. It's not done with this degree, but it's um, it's going to be here for three months, and then we might feel a uh, relief from this energy after that, but then it'll come back again. And oftentimes when it's going over um, degrees, it'll feel pretty strong when it first happens. And then when it goes retrograde, we'll get a respite from it and then it'll come back and we'll have a review of it. And then once it moves on, we finally feel like, okay, I'm used to this energy and I'm ready to move on. And oftentimes decisions will be made to tie up these loose ends of this particular 
um, transit. So um, this is actually also where at the end of this month, Mars and the North Node are going to conjunct Uranus. And so stay tuned for um, the end of the month and some kind of event um, happening in the world or more than one event. And also, if it is aspecting your chart, um, like I, I have a friend who it's going over her progressed son and she's contemplating um, divorce and she's gone through a lot of shifts and changes, has been feeling uh, kind of stifled and she's done some things to really free her, her own life up and, um, you know, but still contemplating whether or not she's going to be making that decision permanently, but they're giving each other a lot of space. So I, I'm finding it fascinating that she's got Uranus now right on her sun and then the North Node and Mars are going to be aspecting it at the end of the month. So I did let her know, like, you know, keep an eye out for this. And I'd be curious to see what what, what has happened um, at that time. So then Neptune at 26 Pisces from May 19th until August 9th um, is at uh, the symbol, a new moon reveals that it's time for people to go ahead with their different projects. Um, you know, th this is an interesting one because it is like, we did just have a major um, upheaval in the United States, but also it felt like something hanging over our head for decades. And now that it's happened, it's sort of time to move on and figure something else out. Um, and Neptune can have to do with our collective illusions. Um, in our own chart, it can have to do with where we feel like we want to escape and um, also where we may be most creative and where we might vision things, envision things, um, keeping a dream journal, um, finding ways to do things like automatic writing. Uh, there was one year where I wrote poetry every day for 365 days straight. And it was amazing what came out through the poetry. I felt like my poetry was like an oracle um, it would just kind of write itself. And that's what I think about Neptune, especially in Pisces. Um, but at this particular um, symbol, thinking about what is that project that you want to move ahead with and, and how can you envision it and imagine it. Um, and then moving on to Pluto at retrograde 28 Capricorn. Uh, from June 24th until August 2nd. Uh, that's a large aviary. Um, Pluto to me feels like the plutocracy, um, the god of the underworld, um, uh, that feeling of um, where what doesn't kill us makes us stronger, although it's still really traumatic. Um, when Pluto is moving certain degree through certain degrees, as I would often talk about in the um, uh, like during the pandemic, we had Sabian symbols that had to do with um, the coronavirus. Um, but thinking about this, like a large aviary, I think about Twitter. I think about something like Elon Musk trying to buy Twitter, and then he backs out of the deal, and now. They're trying to sue him to make him buy it. 
And so um, thinking about our plutocrats and how they're playing chess with um, something like um, Twitter. Uh, thinking So social media seems to fall into this. But also I've had um, a lot of friends talk about bird um, experiences, like birds flying into people's houses or birds stopping in the, in the middle of the street. Um, uh, but even something like bird flu, um, monkey pox right now, which isn't a bird, but it's an animal. Um, and I, I'm thinking about the time I went to India and like birds are usually in trees and like, like this is how I go with uh, Sabian symbols. Really, they're not like literal. I mean, you don't have to take them so literally, but you can really, really um, uh, expound on them and think about what does it mean to you? Um, and thinking about the, um, like, oftentimes we have bird flu, um, but now there's monkeypox. And in India, there were monkeys everywhere in the trees. And there was one point where I couldn't wear glasses when I was at the birthplace of Krishna in, um, in Vrindavan. Vrindavan. And uh, because um, my friends told me that if I had my glasses on, the monkeys would... Uh, come down and try to take them off my face so um, it was kind of blurry at that time and um, and then I also had a cow approach me um, when I had a garland around my neck and try to eat the garland right off my neck so <laughs> it was uh, that was quite a interesting beautiful day um, so anyway so Pluto in the large aviary until August 2nd it's retrograde um, Monkeypox is an issue, um, and um, also the coronavirus is coming back, and um, people are having cases of it again. Um, and then uh, Pluto will go back to 27 Capricorn, um, and then it'll come back to 28 uh, Capricorn, a large aviary degree again. So it will be re revisiting this energy again, but. Um, I would be curious to see what happens with Twitter once Pluto is done with this degree. Um, Pluto is also still on the United States Pluto, uh, so it's having still having its Pluto return. When people ask me what the hell is going on with the U.S., it's like, well, it's the Pluto return, um, which kind of is like the U.S. kind of tearing everything apart and rebuilding. And then the other thing is the U.S. is having a progressed balsamic lunation, which is this um, the few days before the new moon where everything's really dark and really low energy. Um, and with a progression, though, a couple days stretches out into a, a couple years. So we're at this um, really bizarre time in the U.S. history where we were having the Pluto return and a, and a lunation um, cycle in the balsamic phase at the same time. So um, I'm, I'm kind of like hanging out and just um, trying to do my best to keep doing the best I can do. Um, and there, it feels like there's not much that can be changed except maybe voting. Um, I I'm also um, have done uh, like uh, working on direct dialing for certain campaigns, for election campaigns, and considering doing that as well um, for these upcoming elections. So 
anyway, um, moving on from Pluto to the nodes, um, North Node at 21 Taurus has been there since July 6th until July 24th. Um, a moving finger points to significant passages in a book. South Node, 21 Scorpio, July 6th until July 24th as well. Obeying his conscience, his soldier resists orders. You know, um, this has to do, I think, um, on a more national level with um, the July 6th hearing. I'm thinking about the South Node here. It's kind of like the wrong thing to do, thinking about obeying, obeying his conscience, his soldier resists his orders. Um, about how they um, deleted the emails uh, or the yeah the the text messages or the emails, um, and then the North Node pointing at this is a very historical time, and seeing his history be made in other countries as well. Uh, again, Sri Lanka, United Kingdom, and uh, a lot more that I don't I, I don't know about or or, or haven't don't remember right now. Um, the North Node at 20 Taurus, um, it moves to 20 Taurus on July 25th until July 30th, and then to 20 Scorpio at the same time. North Node at 20 Taurus is wisps of clouds like wings are streaming across the sky. And then the North Node at 20 Scorpio, a woman drawing aside two dark curtains that closes close the entrance to a sacred pathway. I have no idea what these are going to mean, but I do know that um, somebody I did a reading for has this North Node 20 Taurus, the whips, wisps of clouds like wings are streaming across the sky. Um, I thought it was interesting because she said her husband uh, works in air quality. Uh, he works for the government uh, around air pollution issues. and. So wondering about how that will be with the national and international conversation about climate issues. And then the South Node at 20 Taurus, I don't know what that one means either, but a woman drawing aside two dark curtains that closed the entrance to a sacred pathway um, to me is interesting because, um, again, the issues with women's rights. Um, the first thing I think about for this one is the movie Veer Zara, which is a Bollywood film starring Shah Rukh Khan and Preeti Zinta, where she is a Pakistani woman and he's an Indian man and they fall in love and there are all sorts of issues with um, borders and boundaries and um, he ends up crossing the border to Pakistan to see her and ends up in in jail for like 20 years or something and then um, they they do reunite at the end but but I'm thinking about that like behind the veil um, being cloistered um, and wondering how that is going to bode for women's rights at that time and um, the last two um, uh, Lilith and Chiron so Lilith here at 12 Cancer from July 23rd till July 31st um, a Chinese woman nursing a baby whose aura reveals him to be the reincarnation of a great teacher. Um, you know, this is really fascinating. Um, before this, um, Lilith was speaking about Roe versus Wade being overturned. Um, this one, I'm curious about what is going to be happening with, um, if, if any news about the Dalai Lama will be coming out, um, or um, some other, like, chosen ones. Um, but there, there was a story where the um, reincarnate the, the the child who was going to be the um, Dalai Lama got kidnapped, and nobody knows what happened to him. 
And I, I'm wondering about if anything like this will come up in the news or if they'll find out it's, it's a girl or something like that because it's Lilith. Lilith has to do with disenfranchisement and bearing shame and uh, healing and reconnecting with that, those parts of ourselves that we feel are disenfranchised or estranged and that may bring up shame for us that we may not want to share with others. So, um, you know, we shall see. And Lilith and Cancer in general has to do with this whole motherhood issue and the fact that um, motherhood is coming up in so many ways um, makes a lot of sense to me with Lilith transiting Cancer at this time for the next couple of years. Um, and then Chiron at... Uh, 17 Aries retrograde from June 18th until August 21st. Um, two prim spinsters sitting together in silence um, and it's retrograde. In some ways, um, all of us internalizing, like for those of us that are pro-choice, thinking about this, that's it, I'm done with men, like this is crazy, the fact that this could happen in this day and age. Um, um, and Chiron would have to do with that woundedness within us that's our own inner masculine um, that, and, and also even our anger, um, the uh, cardinal fire. Um, uh, and we also are seeing, I often will look at Chiron as environmental issues and a lot of the wildfires that we have. Um, but also on a shadow side, well, well it's, it all feels kind of shadow in the way that I'm explaining it, but um, thinking about like Church Lady from the old Saturday Night Live cast, um, uh, I think it was Dana Carvey, he was Church Lady, um, this um, kind of sitting in judgment on other women, on other people, um, and looking at our own inner judgmental attitude. Um, I personally have felt so angry over the last couple of weeks um, and then feeling like now I feel calmer. Who knows, though, it might, you know, it's, it's a challenging time. But, um, but having to really um, work on our, those parts of us that feel um, really like outraged and enraged and um, feeling like it can feel like a forest fire that's out of control. Um, but also that feeling of that's it, I've had it, um, and not wanting to connect with the with um, the masculine energy because it's feeling like it's um, kind of left us. Like um, looking at Chiron, um, actually it's kind of square Lilith right now. Um, uh, it's a five degree uh, orb, but still Chiron and Lilith are square. So it's almost like the Chiron is wounding the feminine um, and having to repair this relationship between Chiron and Lilith. So um, I hope that makes sense. And I'm going to um, wrap this up and, um, and say goodbye for now. But um, if you would like to work with me, um, you can uh, contact me at my email address, which is lisameyerson at gmail.com. You can also find me at Lisa Meyerson's Astrology Discussion Group um, and the Sabian Symbol Research Group. They're both on Facebook. And um, I hope you have a great week. And um, feel free to um, talk about this at the Sabian Symbol Discussion or Sabian Symbol Research Group 
and um, I um, hope you have a really fun week and are able to enjoy this beautiful weather, um, at least on this hemisphere. Um, talk to you soon and be well.